0: Be surprised if I ask what a bag.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of the gold diggers podcast women's football episode i am here to my list to my left i have
3: marva at marva msk and my right tiwa at tiwa underscore
2: Strange. and i'm Moyle Mojo at Moyle's laboratory and as always make sure to follow gold diggers on socials at Gold Diggers UK on Twitter and Gold Diggers UK underscore on Instagram. Let's give a round of applause yes. to Moya forget. that right honest, <laughs> <laughs> I felt the pressure since I, I started saying that. I felt Marvin look at me. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Practice makes perfect you and know. all that. Um, yeah, we're just gonna go straight into it. We oh actually, and I still have listeners' questions from last week that we didn't mm-hmm. do. So yeah, we'll do those as well. The first thing we have to discuss has to be Champions League. Um, so the first legs are done. Um, the first fixture was Chelsea Barcelona at Stamford Bridge. The scoreline was one 0 to Barcelona. Um, we can get into that, like roughly. In fact, let's not get into that. But let's let's talk about what's coming up. Mm. Um, and the second fixture was Wolfsburg versus um, Arsenal. And it was 2-2 in Germany. So, going into the second legs, I want to know what everyone's thinking and I want to know what you feel like, I don't know, teams may have to do different as compared to the first leg. And I'll start with what? Uh. Uh,
1: well, going into the game in general, I just kind of, was of the bandwagon of, stink it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Stink it
1: out, mm-hmm. get a nil-nil draw and then roll up to the Emirates. We've got, like, a pack crowd and then try mm-hmm. and, like, make it there. Mm. We then, I saw, saw 2 0.
2: I said, you decided
1: <laughs> to move mad. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like, I mean, from all of the things we already had issues going on with Arsenal, mm-hmm. we then to 2 0 down when we needed to kind of be. And then we came back. So the players started to play a bit more fluidly. Mm-hmm. The um has got her goal going again. She's, I did she, say that she, she would enter she, back. bag. She's, she, she's getting into it, I in because two of our best shooters gone, our captain gone.
3: Mm, mm, oh, mm. Captain
1: God. We're gonna get into all that <laughs> later. Yeah. So all this, the players that, I ha- that I'm like the level of like love I have for like that kind of when everyone else is like growing so much higher every single time I think them play. So it was like, especially when you kind of deep the fact that Wolfsburg decided to play like Hatchetman. Mm. because the unnecessary mm. amount of like vicious tackling was un- was just moving mad. There's a, there's that, that clip of um McKay. Just doing up stonewall. wall, and, Ob- o- so, so, and some people are like Why would you get involved? It's like, well, it's Kane it right, McCabe. <laughs> it's <Kay. laughs> for, one <laughs> way, for one thing, it's McCabe, but also it's just it's a totting up. They they mm. were moving mad against very bare times, just in general, they were they tackling a lot. And then she, she got some of it. And it happens. Just add that plus it's McCabe. It's gonna happen. Yeah. kind I need, it. and like I said, mentioned about all the injuries and stuff happening. We can't. We need that extra kind of bite and and, and fire because if. Mm-hmm. The, the, the amount of, like, world-class level or technical levels that we're dropping off, we need, we need to kind of supplement it with something else. Yeah. And that one, the fight comes in, and that's where that came from.
3: But as well, like, I, I said from the beginning in terms of, I feel like I kind of trusted Arsenal more than I did Chelsea just because I felt yeah. like Arsenal going into it with nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't even mean just this um, round, but even just from the beginning of, like, knockouts, I just thought that no one's expecting Arsenal to go and win. The pressure isn't on Arsenal to go and win. Okay. The pressure's on Chelsea because they don't care about winning the league. They've done it multiple times. Yeah. They've got enough FA Cups in their in their knocker. Like they don't they don't need it. Whereas to be that next step and what they've been aiming for the whole time. And you saw it on their documentary, like the True. thing they were saying is what we need next is Champions League. Yeah. So I do think the pressure's on them, whereas no one's expecting it from Arsenal, yeah. especially with their injuries. Um and I think that that is what's gonna pull them through, is just that mentality of like Let's just go for it. Let's just do it. Why not? And you saw that in in the first leg in the second half. Like they just they just went for it.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. And something that you mentioned just now too about players sort of stepping up that weren't necessarily planning to to step up. Martha, do you want to do you want to go into that further about like certain players that have stepped up in this time for Arsenal? For Arsenal, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if it's. Individual players necessarily, there, there have been some standouts, but I think also just in terms of um, how they're pulling together as a team more yeah. so than anything. Like, when you saw the, whether it's a gem beating mistake or, or a Raffaele mistake um, for that second half goal, enough, half Yeah. Enough. But I've seen Arsenal teams in the past kind of like, like even in that, that City game in the league where they did that and heads dropped and it mm-hmm. just didn't feel like they were going to get anywhere. Um, I think... Ruben Moy deserves a shout out because I think that when you lose Leah Williamson not only do you lose a strong centre-back mm-hmm. you lose a ball-playing centre-back yeah. who has the ability to change the game with her passes through the middle her passes over the top and Ruben Moy comes in pulls out a blinder of a ball beautiful ball, beautiful ball. ball mm-hmm. to throw over to then get the assist mm-hmm. Yeah, pre you know Um, so I think she deserves a shout out, but I do just think the way they all banded together after that and didn't just drop their heads after that mistake all came together and it just are just going for it.
2: And Tila do you think it sets you in good stead to know that Arsenal, the team, can pull together when you know things aren't necessarily going their way? Yeah, because I think,
1: like you're saying, all the kind of the issues that have happened around it, it's literally showing. Okay, cool we haven't got the quote-unquote stars mm-hmm. but okay, when you lose the individual stars you've got to work as a team and that's what they've basically mm-hmm. decided to do. They've pulled out and say, okay, we're not individually star players. This is someone really good obviously but they're more, it's not the, it's just the entire package mm-hmm. as, a, as opposed to the individuals and, they, and they're leaning into that a lot. Even like, we've got um, playing in that position and that stuff and she, she's just great anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's not like before when like, knock on wood Say if we lost both, <laughs> if we both lost both Larry and Leah, it, it's long because we all yeah. know like Jen is a super professional, she's everything, but we you know her weaknesses are very, very like obvious. Mm. You have feel a little bit um, next to her doing that. the extra kind of legs, the extra kind of the kind of just the vim you need there, she's mm. got that, so it's all kind of work. And then, like I said, you've got to draw away and. The, the way the tickets are going for the Emirates is going to be a booming out list yeah. and far. Energy's there we can, we can win that I think
3: Marnham as well actually is someone who's really oh stepped yeah. up she yeah boy she's been really good <laughs> really good because she had a few games before where you were like was it against West Ham where oh, she boy. had like 10 chances and you were just like yeah, well, yeah. how have was he not put them away. away whereas yeah, um, yeah last few games being so instrumental in, in creating things finishing chances in the important games as well yeah. against yeah. Bayern yeah um yeah, I oh, know you're getting excited. <laughs>
2: because what's <laughs> my <I want. laughs> Um, And I think it would be wrong of me not to get um your prediction as to who you think is going through um in that Arsenal game. So in the arsenal Wolfsburg second leg, mm. who do you think will be making it to the final? I think we're going to go through. I think Arsenal are going to go through it. Okay. The
1: momentum and just, again, it being at home and we're actually in it, I think it should it should push us like literally push us over the edge for that. Yeah, you think Emirates coming at Anfield or what? No, just I think just the numbers and the energy. Mm. I think it's just there enough. That it's like okay, cool, Champions League. Also, the energy of that like it's not done done with the league, but the energy is like okay, let's kind of maybe looking at it. The likelihood is like you can obviously Barcelona is a different situation, but you can push for the final. Mm. Final, you never know. Mm, it's you true, never know
3: right. what happens That's in the final. I thought ain't that great anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> goodness. <then. laughs> um,
2: Marva, who do you think is going to be the team that will make it through to the final from that fixture?
3: From that fixture, I mean, yeah, I think with the crowds, sh- surely Arsenal get something there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do just think, though, no, it's not... I think in the it's manner that... Yeah, I it's almost that... I think if it had been 1-0 to Wolfsburg and we went away 1-0 to Wolfsburg, that... I kind of almost see Arsenal going through more so mm. because I feel like Wolfsburg got a wake-up call from yeah. going 2-0 up and yeah. then getting the, it being, you know, 2-2. So I do think it's not going to be a walk in the park just because there's a big crowd. Mm. I think Wolfsburg will show up and be like, no, will, we can't do what we did in the last
0: fixture. I will
1: add this is also where the, the home advantage comes in is like some of, some of the
3: calls that Wolfsburg are getting away with. I don't think they're getting away with that. <laughs> yeah, it. fair. Mm. But Obviously. I also think they could have been about 3 4 nil up. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So, And they just kind of it. took the foot off the gas a bit. But yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Arsenal. Why not? I'll say Arsenal. Can I, I just I say, Moira's feel feeling fun. really smug right now because <laughs> if, that, if, that, if, that we, that. if we go back to her predictions Listen, the before the quarterfinals, <laughs> Moira said run. Arsenal yeah. versus Barcelona the in the final.
2: will get run the semi It could, it could be done. Arsenal versus Chelsea, you yeah. don't know. It could be Wolfsburg versus I'm Chelsea, not, you I'm know. Not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not getting excited yet, but let me just say, obviously, as Moira said, if I am correct, I will be running those tapes for the next week, maybe until the final even. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you Not, I think Arsenal will make it um but we have to talk about chelsea as well um most people actually predicted like a pummeling really um and it wasn't a pummeling it 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 wasn't the scoreline was one nil to Barcelona. Mm. um the first question i'm going to ask you guys is were you surprised that
3: lauren james didn't start marvel yes (laughs) yes yes very much so um it's an odd one. I don't know whether it was just a kind of more defensive decision. Mm-hmm. Um, we've heard Emma Hayes sort of criticised Lauren James before for her tracking back. Yeah. And the manner in which Chelsea played was very much a, you know, don't concede type style. But still, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a bit odd. I don't know what's. I don't know if it's just a thing of like taking some of the pressure off her a little bit or if I'm being too optimistic and actually maybe there's something a little bit like relationship souring slightly just mm-hmm. after she maybe, got just, a bit of lack of, a, maybe just that lack city of trust.
0: Game.
3: yeah I think maybe lack of trust and, and just a a lack of trust in her to be able to put in a full complete performance or like professional performance. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, yeah in the in the manner that you need against a team like Barcelona. But I don't know. I just think you could still tweak the team so that she doesn't have to be the one tracking back.
1: Mm. Oh, no, it's not. Like, it's just what, if it was away, mm. I could hear it more. Yeah. i could yeah. hear it more yeah. if it was away. I was like, but the first thing being at home, f- it could it could cost them. Like, mm. it, it could be like, it's like, it's just one of those ones where it's like, I feel like at home, Chelsea are, are like a whole kind of, they have certain things when they're at home. So like, yeah, you've just got a player. It's one of those mm. ones where you've just, you've yeah, just got yeah. a player.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you both. Of do you think though that because the scoreline is that they are one 0 mm. down, do you think Emma Hayes is going to be forced to start her at New Camp, or do you think she's going to do like adopt a similar tactic and, and bring her off the bench?
1: I would have said she would have been forced if it was more than one. Like say, like, if mm. it ended like two, yeah, yeah, then yeah. I'd say I, I feel like that. she'd be like, okay, no, by force. Like yeah, we got we had, yeah. We I mean, one
3: they were on. out of it until the last kick of the game against yeah, yeah. Lyon, like, yeah. Yeah. so it's just of like,
1: I, I think if, if, they were more, if they were further down then I was like, yeah, fair enough, but I think because it's only one she could kind of feel like, eh, it didn't yeah. go bad, I
3: could just do the same thing and then hope. But I just think that the Barca are a pretty open team like, I know with, you know, their fans behind them you, they can Hummel, you. <laughs> but they are. There. There are big gaps in their team, and mm-hmm. in the way they play. And I just think that you could. I think actually, the the smart thing would be to try and shock them first. Yeah. Like throw them quick off start. their game. Quick yeah. start. And then if you get something, you know, if you get an equalizer, or if you, ideally, obviously get um go above them, mm-hmm. then then you shore it up. And then you play defensive, and you take Lauren James off and, Et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. and you know that that Chelsea have been playing a bit more defensively even though their defense record isn't too great this season but yeah they have just been a bit more all sit back and then lump the ball forward to mm-hmm. do that towards the end um it's a very effective technique especially if Barcelona are pushing yeah. up trying to get a goal and, and they, they often do, and they often do yeah, play a yeah, very high line yeah so i just think that with that in mind having Lauren James, who can play those balls over the top as well, like yeah. we saw in the game against United. Sure. And some Kerr running onto it. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a great tactic to utilise. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I see it both ways, and who am I to criticise Emma Hayes? <laughs> um, one or well, two people, really, that I do want to um, pop
2: up, you know, give some propaganda to this podcast is um a partnership that we actually spoke about a lot on last week's pod um which is the defensive partnership that came in i think beforehand when everyone knew that it wasn't that there was going to be no mini brett and no kardisha mm-hmm. buchanan i think naturally everyone was thinking mm, how are magdalena ericsson and uh gonna cope at center back mm-hmm. against a team that we know constantly has moving parts mm-hmm. in the way that barcelona do um but I thought they were great to be honest. I thought yeah. they were yeah. really good in the first leg. I think, especially Mielda. I thought Mielda was fantastic to be honest. Um, and one thing we saw from her is just that experience and what experience means in big yeah. ties. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if they can pull off a similar performance at the new camp, obviously that's a harder task. You know, like. We absolutely. all know it's a hard. <laughs> we all know it's a harder task. But yeah, if they could pull off a similar performance, I think Chelsea give themselves the best chance. I'm not saying that they. I mean, yeah, like yeah. they give themselves the best chance. They can pull off similar. Um, like I'm still saying, Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was just gonna say. So you, you still think? We'll like I'm through? still
1: saying Barcelona going yeah. through, but like again, I, Chelsea, like not not score wise, but like effectively, they're still in it. So it, it's not a thing of like, oh yeah, it's a, it's it's is going to absolutely slap them silly. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. I just I, I do think the tie shifts to them again because again. Home advantage does help a lot, especially yeah. especially with Russia. So yeah. it's just one of the things. But, when to prove. They they again, like we were saying before, the Champions League is what they're missing. Mm. I think the energy and the kind of the way they kind of been going this season feels like they they are leaning more towards shopping. I don't think it's done. I don't think it's going to be like a, an absolute drubbing like mm. what happened in the final last
3: time. <laughs> like to be fair, it is something to to bring up in terms of Chelsea, like the fact that they haven't. If you look at the progress. Yeah. from that game against Barcelona in the final. So, mm. this, I know a final is very different, but um, while they haven't had the best of seasons this year, I think it does show the how the quality is just levelling out across the boards yeah. of the top European teams. Yeah. Maybe that means that Barcelona have got worse, but um, it's, I, I it's do think fence. it's yeah. this has been the most competitive Champions League that yeah. I think I've ever seen, to be honest, yeah. in, in the women's game. And it's really exciting, and I feel like next year is just going to be even more so because all these teams are just getting better and better.
2: Yeah, you made a good point, actually, Marga, Um, within that, when you said maybe Barcelona just got worse. Um, <laughs> and genuinely, because I think we discussed it, I think it was the three of us as well, I think it was like a month ago, maybe two, and we were talking about Kira Walsh and Lucy mm-hmm. Bronze and what they brought to the Barcelona side in, like, by way of athleticism. Yeah. But whether or not in getting the athleticism in I'm not saying specifically from those two. Yeah, I mean more yeah, yeah. so the
3: balance of the season. But then we also, you know, their best player and possibly the best player in the world exactly. has been injured. Yeah, like It's again. like talking about, you know, men's Barcelona in their prime without Messi. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's... Exactly it's, it's if, And you also kind of have to change the way you play slightly. You, that's, that's also When true. you've got someone that good who's been carrying your team, not even carrying your team, but obviously but just but you've like, been being like, such like, a big yeah, part a of your part, team. And... Part. And someone that everyone plays around, you know? Like, yeah. when you lose someone like that, you do have to switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, Kira Walsh isn't far off from yeah, a, a Barcelona-style player. Not, specifically. <laughs> not
2: specifically. But
3: yeah, no, I completely
2: agree um, in that sense. That if we look back, as you were saying, to the, the team that got smacked in the mm-hmm. final, like, obviously, Alexia would have been there. They had Lika Martins on the left. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, <laughs> is, a, this is a different team, like, very very different
3: team yeah and I do just think that it's also just a case of how the, the game is growing like yeah the the way it's it's just becoming more equal in terms of I remember reading stuff about how Barcelona were just way ahead in terms of like the facilities they were able to use mm-hmm. um they you know were able to use a lot of the men's facilities and um coaches and that side of things and it was more together as a club and once they had done that Barcelona had just flown as a club basically mm-hmm. and I think that kind of thing is leveling out across the board especially the elite teams not so much the rest of the teams in each league but yeah i think that's why we're seeing such a good champions league is that so many of these teams regardless of whether they're getting better or worse but the actual standard mm-hmm. is getting a lot higher like in terms of professionalism in mm-hmm. terms of strength conditioning fitness Agreed. um and that's why i just think yeah it's been a going to say a Champions League that no one could predict but one has kind of predicted it but other than her <laughs> the rest of us have struggled to predict it because it's been one of the first Champions Leagues where you just think like if if you were to tell me last year that Chelsea beat, um, knocking Leon out um would have happened then I would have gone oh so Chelsea are just definitely going to win the league they've just yeah, taken it yeah, to the next yeah, level yeah. sorry Champions League they've just taken it to the next level it's going to be easy whereas like no that was a game yeah, you cannot yeah. not predict. A game of madness. And and <laughs> a Chelsea team who won who won't particularly playing that well. So yeah. it's I think it just shows you the competitive levels across the board, which is really exciting. I completely agree.
2: So Barcelona and Barcelona. Okay.
3: So. But Chelsea are tricky, man. Chelsea. Chelsea just have something in them. Yeah, it's
2: not <laughs> like a Barcelona like with full chest. Yeah. yeah. Like Barcelona, <laughs> but, hmm, I'm Barcelona with chest I'm not yeah, going lying. Yeah. I think I think Chelsea's gonna get
1: gonna you see the first ten minutes of that game and then we'll see. It. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah.
2: To be honest, I feel like it's gonna be similar to the Roma Barcelona tie yeah. in which the first leg was one nil and yeah, the second yeah. leg was <laughs> like, oh you lot thought you had a chance. <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> <show you." laughs> but yeah. Um yeah, we'll see what happens with that. The next by the next time we record we'll know who's in the final. We'll know if some people's predictions are right, we'll know if some people's Wrong, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine from the last time we <laughs> i way
2: awesome. wrong. So yeah, moving into part two of the episode, we're going to talk about some key things that have been happening within women's football. Um, I'm going to touch on comments that Daniel Levy made um, the other day. Our resident Tottenham fan actually isn't here today. Lucky for her because she doesn't really want to
3: answering for him anyway um maybe subconsciously this is why we're all black yeah 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 honestly (laughs) 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 honestly honestly
2: um i'll essentially read out the gist of what he Mm. said daniel levy um tottenham chairman essentially said he thinks the wsl should get rid of relegations and promotions and he thinks that they should adopt a single table format so clubs feel more comfortable investing in their women's team um Mm
3: on what he said Daniel Levy yeah. <laughs> this one's for you <laughs> you're, you're already ruining your men's football club right? <laughs> now you want to come ruin your women's football club as well <laughs> Like the thing is what gets me is that right now their issues are not about spending money they've spent some money mm. that's why he's next but you don't have a manager yeah. you sat your manager they're in a relegation battle it's been what two months yeah I know there's international breaks and stuff in between. You haven't replaced a manager. That doesn't require much money. Yeah. Besides. <laughs> oh, yeah, the men's team is our <laughs> too. And you can see in terms of... Oh, Lauren brings it up all the time. It's like, currently, <laughs> they don't have a director of football. They don't have a men's manager. They don't have yeah. a women's manager. They don't have a, um interim manager anymore. They sat there interim manager. So, clearly, it's all roads addition. are pointing to you, Daniel Levy. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's... Not just about the money, it's about the way you're running your club. There are plenty of other teams who have spent less money doing much better. Mm. You don't have a, you're fighting in a relegation battle and you haven't replaced your manager. Yeah, like right. what, what do you expect?
1: It's very obvious. The timing of it just, if it wasn't obvious before, it's before, it just, it's so mostly obvious. It, you're so a Yeah, because <laughs> your team are, are in the relegation battle and you're upset about it because mm-hmm. you spent a bunch of money on it. On, on, on the team and they're not performing as to what it's like between helping. You haven't like like we just said, you
3: haven't the staff is not there to haven't. help them. Also I'm like, who asked you to spend that much money on Bethlehem? No, though? because we told you. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know if I, I think Chelsea would have taken a lot less for that. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know obviously we weren't in negotiations. Yeah, yeah. We didn't course. see the
1: papers, in, was trying to do a power move yeah, thing, yeah, saying, yeah. okay, yeah, we're not we're not completely kind of we can do this, we can do it. But it's like your team already wasn't yeah, all it needed that. other steps. It didn't just need one big Star, you needed to actively work on the team, and you decided to splurge on one big piece. That mm. she it's she probably a PR do so much. thing as well. Yeah, like, she only yeah. Do so much. yeah. England
3: player, exactly. Like it was a record signing, so then you're going to get all the nice press about it. it so for so right, give her time, <laughs> man. Awesome. still scoring. Hopefully, yeah. she makes it. I just think so. It's just that like, it's just quite patronizing to be like, oh, let's close it all off, and then that way I can get money on my like return on my investment. And it's like it. That's not how football works. I, 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 mean, <laughs> like, it's I, also, I also
2: think he doesn't really understand what he's saying. Like yeah. him saying that if we close off the league, so by that he means like no, releg- no yeah, relegation. No promotion, no promotion. No promotion. The twelve teams that are currently in the league will just remain the twelve, like how it is in basketball, basically. Yeah. Um but the bit I'm not understanding is he's saying that will encourage people to but why would it so like why why would
3: if anything if anything shouldn't fear of relegation (laughs) make you invest invest? but but he's only saying it from his perspective though because it's also a case of like i get the thing from his point of view he's basically saying that um you'll invest this money then obviously like if they do get relegated it's a big loss for him mm. because they will lose money from that next season but in terms of the wider game I think you'll get more long term investment in terms of sponsors, in terms mm. of viewership, in terms of engagement. Yeah. If there's something to play for, there has It'll to be jeopardy. jeopardy. There has, to, there be has jeopardy. to be jeopardy. And especially in our country. Like, It's one thing in, in the USA when they're used to yeah, that, that system and off and, then playoffs and it, all like, of that. <laughs> There's a benefit to it. Yeah. But exactly, because it falls into a system of a scouting system. Exactly. Yeah. We, don't we don't have like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Don't Unless you plan like, and it, to And if you want to get, like, you know, like, men's supporters over to the women's games, well, they have to, like, have that familiarity. Yeah. And I know yeah, that, like, like oh... One even the fact that, like, there'll be Arsenal fans looking at this and being like, lol, Spurs are getting relegated. Jokes, I'm going to watch. Like, yeah, yeah, one, 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 <laughs>
1: one league where it's, like, even the freaking... The academy ones have relegation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the kids yeah. have. Releg- you can't just be doing one. And like you said earlier, it sounds slightly patronizing. It's like, so why is it just the one you're saying? End relegation. You're not preferred for your own mentees as well.
3: I'm so, like, I'd be bored. I'm already bored from between like fifth place and I was like, gonna say this what yeah. tenth place. Basically, it's not this season. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, usually. But in general, and and what we're gonna just close off? Then what? What we fight? What is anyone fighting, fighting for? for yeah. Actually, what is anyone fighting for? He doesn't for? really care about the. And that's
2: yeah. how I know that it's like, as he was saying, a deflection tactic. Because he doesn't understand. It, it seems like he doesn't even understand what's going on in the league. Yeah.
3: Like, what is what bit is he talking? Like, what bit is he talking about? Because this has been one of the most exciting leagues I've, I think I've ever seen in the yeah. WSL. I've never seen a relegation battle this, yeah, extensive. Yeah, but why is, if,
1: we'll that. Why
3: yeah, is it? it
2: so why hasn't it. he brought this idea to the men's game?
3: No, because if. No, if, listen, I'll take it in the men's game right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, because
2: if he thinks that that will encourage investment, yeah, yeah it be fine. like I mean, if if that's his actual argument, then why wouldn't he then want to encourage invest? Like if that's mm. if that if he actually thinks it's going to encourage investment, then why wouldn't it be a universal thing? Yeah, fight for it on all fronts, or don't do it at all. What's the point? That's what's make and also invest in your women's team because they're part of your.
3: Do you yeah, know what I mean? 100%. It shouldn't
2: be investing in a women's team so that, or XYZ, or because of this. Investing in a women's team because they're part, you are the chairman of Tottenham Hotspur. Do you know really what I mean? Care you care about, about it
3: as a holistic club. Yeah. Like, all together. And Tottenham Hotspur women is part of Tottenham Hotspur. Also, I'm sorry, but on the scale of investment, yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah. Bethingham like was record signing 200. 200- K was it two fifty k? Chicken change. That's, that's, that's um, men's players' wages for like a yeah, week, you're, you're 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 two weeks maybe. Yeah, like yeah. it's not that big of a deal in, in the scheme of things if you're looking at it as a full club rather than just a women's game. But it is right now with, and I know people say, oh yeah, but but <laughs> what's happened? <laughs> Three one. Effa, you've got two one. Like <sighs> um, yeah. In terms of, I know people say, well, yeah, but the women's team aren't making as much money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but You have to look at it as investment over a long period. I completely agree. And I know that means that for him, that if they do get relegated he loses that, but still you need to look beyond that. Longer at the women's game as a whole. And I feel like
2: jump on that as well i feel like he almost feels uh, that i don't know if he understands that women's football is not this thing that's going to go away yeah, yeah i feel yeah. like he's thinking how long do we have to ride it like how long do we have to ride yeah. this women's football thing out for like yeah. euros was done like yeah. we stuff to-
3: but but also the other thing is is a closed league what that does for the rest of the football tier is terrible Completely agree. which means that if you were to do that later down the line and then have relegation mm-hmm it would be an even worse jump. Whereas at the moment, the championship's on the rise anyway. Yeah. 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 So even if you were to get relegated, it wouldn't be like complete end of the world. Mm -hmm. Like you've got some good teams in there, like creating some good crowds and interest at the moment. It's it's really growing anyway. So...
1: talking as if investment hasn't been happening with the
3: the relegation promotion.
1: Literally the investment has been... Yeah, but he doesn't want (laughs) to. No, and that's what he said. Respectfully, I know he's not going to, but save your chest. Because you can't use the argument of more investment happen. Investment has been happening. <laughs> on a, on a, and also look at,
3: look at teams like Brighton or Leicester, who over in the January transfer window just made some smart signings. Yep, and mm-hmm. it's really improved their chances with mm-hmm. uh, relegation. Right. They and didn't brought in a manager. They didn't change a great manager as well. Yeah. They didn't have to spend 250k on a player. They yeah. didn't have to make record signings. They were smart. just a bit smart. Yeah, it was. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I think a
2: lot of what Tottenham have been doing lazy like they've looked yeah, at, they've yeah, actually yeah, yeah. got in a lot of good players and I feel like they'd have stuck with that model. Yeah. Maybe. But then alongside sticking with that model, they had to go and get the best coaches. Yeah. And I feel like they're trying to do some bits. I mean, just a coach would be your start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a coach. A coach. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. So I think bottom line on that one is then leave um, leave
3: um, <laughs>
2: no, just go, just Come on, bro. Come on. Um Another thing that has been happening within women's football, that I feel like we have to discuss, is the injury crisis this season. Um, and I mean, Tewa, you mentioned it before. If, even if we just look at Arsenal as an example, That's three ACLs. yeah, one season. Thoughts? Thoughts oh, on that?
1: I mean, the, the whole kind of the frequency of women getting ACLs are mad, I and mean, even which needs to be properly properly instead of just like seeing like, oh, it's happened again. No, it's it's a madness that mm-hmm. like, it keeps happening, and then from and you hasn't even looked into the club, ask yourself how have you got three women out of ACLs in the same season? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's obviously it's, a, it's horrible for the women themselves. But then it's like within your team, you've now what you're doing isn't working. You've derailed your entire season. Mm-hmm. It's 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 more or less just because there are certain games you could say the season if you had Beth. Yeah. Or, or Miedema, or yeah. little, little, who was injured before, had before he got injured again. Obviously, Lee has been injured only as well and came back which like, is out again. These games, certain games, you maybe don't lose, you don't mm-hmm. drop all, all these kind of little things. Mm-hmm. And it's just something to look at cause It because it's mad. It's actually, it's like, it's one thing if it's like hamstrings, these little niggling injuries happen, but the ACL, three of them, it's, it's just, I don't understand it at all.
3: Marvel? Yeah, I mean, like if a men's football club had three ACLs at the same time, like, Fans would be saying, What's going on with the physios and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, what, right? what are the training conditions yeah, like? What but else? I think, I mean, what's what's worrying about it is I don't think it's a quick fix. Mm. While there is a lot of um, investment and, and research that can go into it, but if you look at the wider scale of things, let's get a bit political here, guys, but if you, <laughs> do. if you look at the wider scale of things, women's science, sports science, women's health, um, women's medicine is mm-hmm. so far behind what most people realize um only recently have they discovered essentially that your levels of hormones can affect how likely you are to get injured yeah now if we take that the other thing that a lot of people don't know is especially so in the usa when they were where a lot of um testing on common medicine Mm -hmm. such as paracetamol etc etc has happened it wasn't until the 1990s that women were used in these studies, in these trials, okay, of a lot of common medicine. Because, and the reasons for it was they were saying, oh, but their hormones fluctuate so much during the menstrual cycle mm-hmm. that we can't get a full, like, understanding of it. Sure. But do you not need to know how that medicine affects our hormone no, yeah, cycle? Yeah, yeah. So, and it was really interesting watching um, the Chelsea documentary, actually, because Um, like Beth England has endometriosis and a lot of other players have come out now as well saying they've got a similar thing and if you look at the lack of research on endometriosis in life Mm -hmm. for anyone I've got lots of friends I've had my own things with ovaries like our experience of this stuff in everyday life is so bad and treated so poorly and the research on it is so low and now you want to know how that affects us in sports science we don't even know how it affects us in normal in life, life. Yeah, yeah. let alone the, the intricacies of that yeah. when it comes to sports science and, and, and elite level football playing. So there are, and I bet there will just be so many other things they discover, but they need to look at it. They need to, the research needs to go into it, yeah. and that doesn't happen until. I mean, that happens just generally in yeah. <laughs> you know women's yeah. health, but hopefully, it. Maybe it goes the other way, and actually, because they need to look at it for, for elite football, and there's some investment in there, yeah, and yeah. some eyes on it, that it will help the everyday woman as yeah. well. But um, yeah, it's just crazy, like the fact that there's been no boots for designed for women, for women yeah. and now they're yeah. being like, oh, actually, I think that c- contributes to injury. Yeah, I think that might be part of it. Like it we're so I far behind. Like, too many, too, too many things, not just in
1: medical or just like things are done via. The male gaze. Everything yeah. is done by men, and then you say, "Okay, just pull it. On, it's fine." That's mm-hmm. not how it works. You need to yeah. actually be do it for women because of like no, it. If, I if, it right if, now. Yeah, exactly. If you could, if you could point out that all oh, hormones, hormones affect certain things, do you not think it other things that are within inherently women that could affect other things? And you're just kind of going through it and saying, "Oh yeah, boots are boots. Men can wear the Women yeah. get mm-hmm. all these little things like the effect thing." Even though, the mere fact, I use something superficial. If you have the idea have women kits specifically made for women mm-hmm. then would it not make also sense to do the same thing with everything else. If you're not making the women play we, play in the main kits, mm-hmm. they're very clearly cut for women. Yeah. So how come that doesn't make sense to go thinking, okay, boots,
3: get everything else. Yeah. Maybe we should specifically focus it's not on women.
2: A amount of shin
3: pads I've worn that are double the size of my shins <laughs> because I can't <laughs> find them. <laughs> to fit my small shins. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this? shut up Marvin <laughs> <laughs> We're in junior <laughs> <laughs> But no,
2: I, I completely agree with you, to be honest. Um, and I feel like that's a nice segue into um, a question we had last week, um, which was what England's options are going to be um, going into the summer with the amount of injuries that are racking up right now. Um, from what Emma Hayes has said, yeah, boy, <laughs> <laughs> from whatever Hazel said, um, Millie Bright should be fine by then. Well, I fine know. by then. Like, is, yeah. she, is, she, is she gonna play the season? For I like think Chelsea? so. Yeah. From the, Emma, Emma's being kind of coy. I won't know. like she could say she be fine. But
1: when she's fine, gonna be like, like gonna ma- gonna
3: and also if she's gonna be like match fit. And that's what like, I is like, she, could, to she, like, be she could
1: be like no longer fit by then.
2: Have you played it? Are you
3: going to end up actually playing her in the season? No? Yeah, yes, no? I think she is. I, would,
0: I
2: think she's going to play in the FA Cup final. I think, from what Emma, Emma yeah, Hayes health. said, like, she was like, the next couple of weeks is too soon. But well, after that, that's how she said it. So right. I'm, I'm thinking that by like mid-May, right. she'll be so, back in so training. So
3: options are we saying um, Steph Houghton last time I'm not going to lie. I was <laughs> just about to
2: ask that. I, like, I joke, I joke, um, I joke, I joke about it, yeah, even though it's not funny. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not joking about Steph, but like, I genuinely think that if it had been an injury to anyone else, so like yeah. if it had been an injury to a young player, Serena would have not even considered this. Yeah. But I think the fact that it's an injury to a senior player, yeah, by way of Neil yeah. Williamson, I mean, and, and, the captain, I, and the captain, and the captain. Yeah, but I think
3: the captain See, bit is the bit that's making sh- a bit higgy. Like I that's agree. the biggest thing. I think. Bit, uh, I honestly think. If Stephon hadn't been captain I before, she would have brought her back, brought her back before. It... Because I do think it. There must be a hierarchy thing. There must be a, like, <laughs> it must be a bit awkward. Someone, <laughs> someone, someone said to say when they, to they huddle, back. Someone said when they do the huddle. Yeah,
2: imagine Stefan starts talking. Leah just like, like
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, like, lear, like, <laughs> <lear> side eyes. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, yeah, like, imagine but, they both go to speak at the same time. It's just like, I just think yeah, hierarchy, and also just like, you don't want to feel like you're stepping on. Yeah. Toes, you know. Yeah, yeah 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 what i think is funny i was mentioning this to someone the other day was that the exact same situation in terms of like steph getting weaned out of the side was what happened when steph became captain yeah so like casey stoney was england's yeah. captain and phil just kind of like not phil sorry mark sampson just kind of like weaned her out like mm-hmm. and he, he was very much decided on which i get When you come into a job that you think you're going to have long-term, you almost want to get someone as captain that's kind of young that you expect to be the captain for your tenure. And I feel like the issue with Steph is that Serena's probably thinking, I'm probably going to have you for one Euros and one World Cup, and I don't know if that works for me long-term. I don't want to have to pick again. Mm. Um, But yeah, you were mentioning Steph. What are your thoughts on on that?
3: I I think she should be... I do think she should be called up... um, even just on performances, I think she's been she's been doing I pretty think well she recently. I mean, she whether, whether she should start, I I don't necessarily no, I I don't think agree. Fine. And also, I don't think she should have any kind of captaining role. Yeah. Um. Be quite like, just being. Yeah, but I do think it's important. You to... The, you can do the whole thing of like leading, leader, leader without
2: an armband,
3: Just yeah, be yeah a I agree.
2: Like, e- like someone like how Joe Scott was.
3: Yeah, 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 and I do think him. it's important. Like at a World Cup when. Because you can't underestimate what like an injury like Leah's is going to do to team morale and like pulling together and getting through it as well. Like I do think it will help to have um, a leader, and especially depending on you know if Millie Bright is fit, there's a good chance we're starting you know like Esme Morgan or like or <laughs> Meletisie <May laughs> or Wibomoy or, or like Boy, trouble. even like Jess Carter like playing left back. There's a lot of options there that aren't going to be experienced players. And mm-hmm. I think just having someone in the camp who is experienced can can really help. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree. And it's funny that we're looking at, like, obviously we all would
2: say that Leah's experienced, but she ain't experienced at the World Cup, No, actually. no. But and she has led yeah, her team yeah. but the the fact that Euros, we'll so, so something no one has ever done before. <laughs> the fact <laughs> that we're saying she's not experienced at World Cup level, and then the fact that it could, Become such that we may have to play like a Jessica or Melissa yeah, yeah, or yeah, Esme Morgan, yeah, it's actually yeah, mind boggling. Yeah. Um, well, and hopefully, Lucy runs injury isn't <laughs> serious. Who, who would
3: you start? Because I think I would, I if obviously, if Mini Bright's if fair, I would, if Mini Bright yeah, is fair, I would go right, probably Greenwood. Same, first. I'd go Bright. i go Bright and greenwood. If, if
1: the thing is, I just I need to actually know if she's at because I, I feel like managers lie
2: feel yeah. like you say, she's fine. Mm-hmm. But then she can look like. I think she, uh, I'll be real though. I still feel like even if she doesn't play for the rest of the season, Serena so will take her. Yeah. One yeah, thing yeah. with Serena, no, take her. Yeah. But I don't I like, I, mm. she'll probably just give. You know, you know, like how um going into the Euros, I can't remember who it was that didn't play the first game, and then afterwards, Or they didn't play the warm up game.
3: I was gonna say because they played the same. And, and then got
2: ease, and then just and the first game came, and she'll start. I feel like Millie yeah. Bright, as long as she's. Like in training, Serena Serena kinda knows what she's about. And I feel like that's Serena's whole thing. Wasn't it, it, was it Mead? What was it Kirby? No, Kirby wasn't it, it? It
3: was Kirby, Kirby as well. Well Kirby as well, yeah. but that's another one. Did Mead play that I feel like she got brought on in yeah. on one of the it was the, didn't the Netherlands? Play. Was oh yeah, yeah, it was Leah. Leah was think. playing midfield. 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 midfield and then
2: Greenwood, Greenwood got COVID or something. Was playing centre back, wasn't she? Yeah, and then I think literally I think so the like one just maybe before that was the warm up, Kirby, yeah. she got COVID, and, and then, then Leah went like, in, yeah, and then sure she never saw. it. There's
1: a reason I think numbers are numbers, but there's a reason that she had that. This number she had, yeah. as opposed yeah. to like a centre back number.
2: Um, we even just mentioned someone there as well, Frank Kirby, who I don't know how likely it is that he like. I feel bad for Fran, to be honest, Mm. because I feel like she's had a lot of, like, injury and health um, problems, not even just this year, the years before that as well. And I feel like it's almost not allowed her career for England to be what it could have been. I feel like every time we go into a tournament, the talk is always, well, if Fran Kirby is, but we we never really know for sure what we're, like, who we're getting, if she's going to be fit, if she's going to be ready. um, And this past... Probably say like six months. She hasn't. You know what I mean? It's been <laughs> Elatune. It's been Elatune. It's been Elatune. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I
3: still prefer Elatune. Like for just, England, England. I still prefer Elatune coming off the bench. The bench. Yeah. By the way, yeah, it was Mead and Stanway didn't play in that game against. Middles. Yes. Uh, yes. And then they played every single
2: game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it's one of those familiarity. I know yeah. about that. I don't need to see you. Yeah. I didn't yeah, need yeah, to yeah, see yeah, you yeah, last yeah, week yeah. to know that you. What you're doing yeah. this week? So yeah. So I'd agree with Marva, and I'd go with. So if bright, bright is fit, I go bright, bright and, and Greenwood. What about you? Probably is it, I think my whole thing was literally just a, the bright. The okay, if bright not, isn't
1: fit, who's your option? Who's your centre back? <laughs> do you know it's like? Because my head of thinking is like, I don't trust going into a major tournament with a centre back pairing that doesn't feel like someone knows what they like, knows what they're doing. If that mm. makes sense. So if Steph got, if if like this is where i if Steph does,
2: does get called up, I'd put her in. I, I actually, I like Steph as a centre back. Like, I genuinely do. I think she's a good centre back. My only issue with if Bright isn't fit bringing in Steph is that the profile swap does not make mm-hmm. sense to me. So, like, in my head, Steph is more Leon mode. Yeah. Mold. yeah. And Leah is more Alex. Leah, Alex, Steph are, in my head, saying profile mode. Yeah. When I think of the... And Esme Morgan, if you think of her as a centre-back, it goes in that side as well. The there are many, mini There bright aren't stuff. many, mini-brights. <laughs> I feel like the only person that is more similar to her side is probably May Leticia
3: yeah.
2: and Jess Carter. Yeah. The issue then becomes what foot these people... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jess Carter won't work on that side, which is then then becomes my issue. So let's just start crossing our fingers now that because Minnie's you know, all right. But I if if we
3: were to if we were to play Brighton Greenwood, who would you play left back? car oh. That's my not- Rich Daly,
2: you say Joe? Rich Schoen Daly, <laughs> you gonna run it should back? Should or? It back uh, Rich Daly M- might have to run that one back, I mean, and, and then call up Beth the Maybe play,
3: maybe play five at the back, and take then put Carlton and Will CB. I'll be real. Call
2: up Rich Daly, run it back, and call up Beth England. Sorry, I'm really sorry. Listen, you firmed it for like eight years. You confirm it for another one. Right, it's fine.
1: You're getting your praise in, in, Yeah, everyone knows you're
2: England. Like who would your who would your um, fullback be?
3: It's a hard one because I think it depends who we're playing. If we're going more defensive, I think Carter can, um, speedy as can well. do the yeah can do the job. Um, speedy. It's just the attacking output. Um, in terms of crossing. Um, I don't know if she can deliver, but I don't know if we really have a. I mean, I would put Greenwood there, but then if you're playing as a it's funny because I would have put Greenwood there, but if <laughs> Brighton's injured, she's our best centre back. Yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, big problems. It's, it's going to be a tricky one, and also I think this is where the whole like playing basically the same team over and over again and not problem. experimenting too much is a problem because. Completely agree. Now, now we, d- we don't. Yeah, we don't know. It's like and only Carter really has been given a go. We haven't really seen other people
2: yeah, at, I mean, at left back of the last few. Like, who is she always? And yeah. even though we're saying May she never gets played by Serena no. as a centre back. No. She keeps getting played as a full back, and I hate it. I'll be real. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> do not like her at full back. But I do,
3: I think that's why Carter's been played at a left back and not centre back. She just doesn't trust her to, to do her job. But, but
2: I th- I, and I don't get why Esme Morgan is being played at centre back because I think she's a yeah. better full back than a <laughs> centre back. I'm having, listen, let me just chat Serena, to Serena quickly Serena because. I don't get it, personally. I feel like Menecese can't really
3: cross. She's a really good passer mm-hmm. of the ball, but she can't really cross. The thing is, though, yeah, Serena's record, that's yeah, what yeah, that you can't, I you know, can't. because as much as, like, she did what she did with, with the Netherlands and the Euros, she took the Netherlands to the World Cup final. Yeah, the year after, that, after they won the with Euros. With that squad yeah. who wasn't, like, yeah, yeah. incredible. For some people,
1: it's like, their methods and their choices look a bit mad, but you can't really question it, because it works.
2: But, yeah. with that Netherlands team, she also had the same thing she was expecting to have with this England side, which was the consistency of having played the same team in the Euros and then going to the World Cup with that same team. The problem I think she's going to have now is that what Marvel was saying, we haven't really done it. And secondly, time-wise, we haven't got that much time. We really don't. Like, there's not that many... I know they've got a couple
3: games that they're going to do beforehand, but I don't know if that's the time that you want to use. It's just like... It gets I me. I, I think it's the reason I felt seeing Leah William, <laughs> Williamson's injury mm-hmm. was honestly the saddest I felt about an injury in a very long time. I can't even remember ever really feeling like what that, that because I just feel like not only for her, of course, and we could talk for hours about what she's done for the team and for Arsenal as well, but just the fact that if England were going into this World Cup year with the squad that they had plus Lauren James, yeah, yeah, I would look at us as favourites, and now. I, I'd put France above us as favourites. I'd definitely put USA above us as favourites. Even Germany I'd put above us as favourites. Like, there are a lot of teams i put above us now because I just don't... I don't even trust, like, the vibes. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's
1: like, like, from the start of... Let's go just by the the football season. The start of, like, the the
3: chipping away of these players, like, down,
1: down,
2: down. It's like... And I think it's not also helped that, like, something we could do in the Euros was we were swapping the experience out for so like it's the your, the issue is now though that a lot of those experienced heads are not mm. in the team anymore mm. which means those inexperienced heads in terms of world cup yeah, yeah. in terms of world cup experience are going to have to start and then the people will be bringing in are even more inexperienced than them so like yeah. if we're looking at like a Jess Park for example who has no tournament ex- yeah, like she yeah, has no yeah. tournament
3: experience
2: someone else has been caught up a lot Katie Robinson, no tournament experience. Lauren James, no tournament experience. Yeah. But with her at least you can say that she's been in high pressure yeah, yeah, situations yeah. at yeah. club level. Um, but yeah, I just I d I don't know I don't know how much impact is on the bench this year. I agree. I don't know how
3: much impact is it's
1: on the bench. It's not enough for me to like feel comfy like
3: that yeah it's almost like do you start kelly robinson just so you can bring on like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. kelly off the bench like the go-to and be like, like
2: yeah, we've got russo also is someone that i don't think england right now is playing to her strengths mm. i don't know yeah. i don't know if england is getting the best out of her we've seen that she can score goals for english so i don't think that's the issue but more so in terms of her game in general I feel like at England level, there's so many people that drop into the pocket. And I feel like she's best when she drops feeds the mm-hmm. wingers and yeah, then goes yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the problem is, she's dropping a Latoon is also in that same pocket. Lauren James, who's on the wing, is it's also so coming enough. into the same yeah. pocket. Georgia Stanway, who's playing in the pivot, has gone into the <laughs> pocket. Like do you know what I mean? There's so many people. And then I'm Walsh the is pocket. marked by about 20 Jamie, players. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So none of them are getting the ball, but they're all just standing <laughs> in the pocket. Um, it's tough. It's tough, and I feel like that's something that over the next couple of years they've got to figure out. I feel like they've got team synergy in a real world sense. Yes. Yeah. I feel like on the pitch, sometimes this is not specifically about, baseball, by the way, I mean, in general, in on the pitch, sometimes it looks kind of like individual at times,
3: yeah, especially
2: when one of them's already on a goal or already on a brace, like they just start shooting from anywhere. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Whereas a lot of the older players, I will say, were probably a bit more selfless. Mm -hmm. Like, Frank Kirby's normally a a pass-before-she-shoots type of player. Ellen White, Beth Meads. Do you got what I mean? So, yeah, I think it's tough, and I think it's going to be interesting to see um, what England do. But I think we've pretty much all gone from similar. Except the only one we don't really know is the left back. Mm -hmm.
3: Left back, right back. Yeah. Right back, right back well. Yeah, yeah. Look at yeah, yeah. <laughs> it. Like no, like hopefully oh, she did James, She did go. I know. I was dressing. She put weight on it I right,
2: but her, the coach said that she's fine. That's what they all say. I won't lie. But oh, you yeah, know. You put James there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, we are going to end it on this last thing. I'm going to ask. Um, it's going to be like one sentence or one person. It, either like a thing or um a person, and it's going to be. Your surprise of the season. So yeah, that could be a team, a moment, or an individual. Um, I'm going to give you like 20 seconds to think. Cause I asked, <laughs> and you guys want. You got one? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll start with two of them.
1: My surprise of the season is that Skinner decided to go bang George. So I know what he did. It. He did it on purpose. That's why I'm, dropping yeah. that I'm blaming him. I'm blaming him solely. So you talking about surprise. Mark Skinner right away. Man
3: United manager. <laughs> I know uh, what
2: he did.
1: There's what been a curse like, on, on Arsenal women.
3: It? A plane set on fire. Can you
2: see? All these things are happening. That I know was, it's him. That was nothing to do with us. I know it's him. That's trust me, if anything, Skinner wants you lot to be on job. No, when he you, When you face Chelsea. No, trust <laughs> me, he does. He wants you to be on job for the Chelsea game. He's not trying to <laughs> corrupt you lot. Um, Skin- but, in, but in general, Skinner, that one. But generally,
1: I think Main is going to say, I don't think it'd be rubbish. Don't get me wrong. I, put, I think I put them in my top three. That surprised you as well. Don't even lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You
3: yeah. thought you were going to miss out. Like, <laughs> we, we still could miss out by the way.
1: Oh, we never. still could I miss out. But yeah, I think I put them in my top three because so I thought they'd be
3: third. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then
1: basically, they're in a type that they're, they're in a type that is literally they could win it I'm doing your best because you can. Don't do this whole fake humble. You oh, so don't start, like, man. From an Arsenal oh. fan <laughs> as well. From an
3: Arsenal <laughs> fan.
1: This is some nonsense, man. <laughs> but it's factual. It's there. I feel like it's I'm just saying, so that generally them basically being in the title charge is my surprise. So United in
2: general being as
3: good United as... Good is the team.
1: system,
2: the,
3: the club and that even manager.
2: Yeah. Um, um, Marva?
3: I've got a few, but I think one would be that Arsenal second leg performance against Bayern. Mm. Mm. Like being there as well and being like that first half, I was like, this is the best yes. I've seen awesome. any team yeah, yeah. play, like, fantastic. ever. <laughs> I was just like, you what, what is going on? And this is, like, an injured, wounded team mm-hmm. just coming out and just doing that against Bayern. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that was a huge surprise to me. That could have been 4-0, 5-0 in that first half. Yeah, no, completely agree. Mm. You guys
2: chose good options. Um, my surprise of the season... Being in a relegation battle? Hmm. To be honest, actually <laughs> one of those. So, <laughs> I didn't know so, an Honourable mention for Spurs is crackness, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Everton not being in a
3: relegation battle. <laughs> <part. laughs> that was a nice Lovely. one. That yeah. was a
2: good surprise for me. Another honourable <laughs> mention. Um, have so you got an honourable mention?
1: Maybe the comfortableness of Villa, to be
2: honest. I don't no think they'll
1: be as comfortable as th- it's like it's them. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Um my surprise. My surprise of this season, I'm going to make it United related. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> um, has been United's defensive record. Um, I've been shocked, to be honest. Um, we conceded the least goals in the league. Um, ups leading the way for clean sheets. And I think as well, what I've been surprised about is just the individual improvement, especially when last mm. season... Our defense was in tatters. Like the West Ham game last season, Katie Zeller was at center back. But that's how that's how depleted our defensive yeah. line was. Um, and Touchwood, we've just been really, really lucky with injuries this season. Um, that might be down to the judge there. Well. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been really lucky um, defensively with injuries. Um, and a special shout out to May Malecici, who I think has taken to what United are trying to do and build. Um, and being near the top of the table, I feel like that's a new experience for her completely. And yeah. I feel like she's handled it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, the United's defensive line, but specifically, Melis this, this year, has been my surprise of the season. I
1: anyway, know when, when you were scored school, when you were playing us, I, I, I said this time, that's done. I didn't
2: think it was like, it was finished. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, I felt like that more, this, you yeah, like, I felt like that more this year. Last year, it was more so, when are we going to concede? What (laughs) last, what minute are we going to concede a stupid goal? Um, But yeah, I've just been feeling a lot more confident about them. Um, So yeah, that's my surprise of the season. But we will wrap up there. Thanks again for the chat, guys. Um, As usual, make sure to follow on socials, on Twitter, at Gold Diggers UK and on Instagram at Gold Diggers UK underscore and um yeah make sure to tune in to the next episode thanks
0: don't be surprised if i ask what a bag is